2: But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.
3: Guys hey everyone, haven't done Manifesting Mondays in two weeks. And I have to say, I really missed it. There's, like, sunlight glaring somewhere, and it's driving me Insane, but hi, we're back. Um, I haven't done a a Manifesting Monday since my retreat, and now that I'm back, um, Robert, I need to talk to you after. Um, Now that I'm back from my retreat, I am trying to just figure out the next manifestation of my life. And that manifestation is relocating to um, Mexico, which is exciting, but it's like we can make anything that we want happen, which is the whole reason why I do Manifesting Mondays. So, um, last night I was reading from Master the Mind from the teachings of Neville. So... Hang on. Let's get back to where I was. And the first thing that I want to say is an, an assumption, though false, if persisted in, will harden into fact. So if we know that is to be true, grand rising hemp, if we know that to be true, um, not sure yet. An assumption, though false, if persisted in, will harden into fact. So anything, yes, bean patches, so anything that we persist in in our thoughts will harden into fact. This is whether we know that we're doing this or we don't know that we're doing this, it happens. So the more that we think about something, whether it's good or bad, the easier it's just going to sink into the subconscious and then manifest into our reality. And I can say that with certainty from the last few weeks that I've had. I can say that with certainty just with my retreat alone is that I truly manifested that into existence. I had no idea how that was going to come about. And it did Um, beautifully, even better than I could have ever expected it to. So that just goes to show how powerful our thoughts are that when we allow ourselves to have faith in the unseen world allow, allow ourselves to have faith in what is unseen in here what is in our mind that anything is possible and that could be for the good or the bad and that's what's tricky and that's what really sucks that if we persist in things that we don't want in our mind's eye that is what comes to fruition because that is what we believe Focus, manifest whatever you want, and that's the truth. What we focus on grows. Where our energy flows, right? Oh, tell David Wolf I said hi. I'm getting so distracted by the comments. Um, but everything is already created in reality. The only thing that we have to do is tap into those realities. How? How do we tap into those realities when in the three-dimensional world, we don't see those realities? It's having a blind faith that it's going to happen. And most oftentimes, we don't believe things are going to happen. So what do we do? We lose the faith. We stay in that net perpetual negative cycle of thought and thinking. And then we only manifest more of it. Which is... Just that horrible cycle that you're saying, I'm trying to manifest a new reality, trying to manifest a new reality, but you're still stuck in your old story. So if we stay stuck in our old story, how can we get the things that we truly want? You are very blessed to be there. So I'm going to start reading from a Neville book. Once you know exactly what you want in this world, imagine a scene that would imply you had it and after acting out that scene in your imagination, yield completely to the being within you to execute it. Then fall asleep convinced that he heard you, the mind heard you, right? If we can get into that meditative space and create the scenes that we want to appear in our three-dimensional world, and we can live in that space even though we don't see it on the outside that's how we impress our subconscious and it's difficult or at least it can be when you're coming from a space of lack it's hard to imagine the abundance that you're thinking of in your mind right and this is what I talked about at the retreat is how powerful your subconscious mind is How do we change it when our entire lives have revolved around reacting to our three-dimensional reality that we're creating first? We create that first here, and then it appears in our 3D world that we get mad at the 3D world that the things that we want aren't showing up there. But it hasn't shown up here first. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer... Believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And that's from Mark 11:24. What you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it. And I am still working on mastering these things. Because again, this is not easy stuff. But if you want to have a different life and if you want to change your life, we have to work harder. And be willing to put that work in. Now remain loyal to that unseen reality and observe how a bridge of incidents takes place that leads you to your desire. So we've talked about bridge of incidents before. And if you haven't heard about the bridge of incidents, that is the events leading up to whatever your manifestation is. If it is not your end desired state, it is not the end. Even though the opposite of things can come up, And you might think, I knew that this was too good to be true. I knew that this wasn't going to happen for me. And you start to have doubts. You start to think that this whole thing is crazy. And this is not the way that the world works. But if we read universal law, we understand these things. We understand that these bridge of incidents is literally, has if you're going from point A to point Z, all the other letters of the alphabet have to be in there. And our job is not to ask how we get to Z. It's just believing that we're going to get there. So these bridge of incidents that happen along the way, whether you see it as proof or whether you see it as a negative thing, pay attention to whatever they are. Even if they are not what you are desiring. Your old story still has to play out. There's still things from your past mindset that have to play out. Allow that to be your bridge of incidents. Exactly, Jim. And hi. The whole thing is finished and all you need to do is adjust to it and feel yourself there until it becomes natural. That is the most difficult part, is feeling what you want to feel until it becomes natural. Does it ever become natural for you, or do you give up? Do you push it away? Do you say, I'll never have this, it's impossible? What do you do, and how do you do it? Because if we're constantly in disbelief and we don't have faith in the unseen world, which is our mind and consciousness, we can't get what we want. And I'm still a work in progress in all of this. Have I manifested things very, very easily without question? But have other things been insanely difficult? Yes. It's still working on that reprogramming. It's still working on the belief system that we can have what we want, that we deserve to have what we want, right? All things exist in the human imagination, and that's a quote by William Blake. The imagination must be used consciously and deliberately in order to dwell in the desired state. So how many of us use our mind deliberately? Or how many of us just allow thoughts to just run through our mind like wild animals all day long, we have no control over them? They told us we are limited. And that's the truth. That is the teaching, is that we're limited beings. And that we need something outside of ourselves to save us. And that's another completely different story. But are we thinking deliberately? For all my life, I didn't think deliberately. There were sometimes I would use manifestation and I'd be like, oh, whatever. I would just use it sometimes and it would, it would work for me. And then I'd forget about it. But now today, the last year of my life, I try as much as I can to think consciously because if I know and realize that my thoughts create everything that's happening in my life am I more aware? Yes sometimes do I allow my thoughts to get the best of me? Absolutely I allow my thoughts to ruin my day at times and then I try to think about how am I going to get myself out of this state of being And usually that's meditation. When I go into meditation, when I go into the state of the wish fulfilled, then I get out of it. Julie says, I'm a work in progress with my thoughts and manifesting. I don't think we ever get done doing the work. I just think it gets easier. And I know that from personal experience, it gets easier. But there are some things that are constantly going to be triggers. And those are the things that we have to work on most. It does not matter at the moment that external facts deny the truth of your assumption. If you persist in your assumption, it will become fact. Hemp says, I manifested a a shoe contract and it's coming. Hemp, I'll be your biggest supporter. It doesn't matter at the moment that your external facts deny the truth of your assumption issue. If you persist in it, it will become fact. I've seen this happen over and over again. And yet there are still times where I will deny the things that I want because I don't believe that I can have them. So there's certain things that we look at as very easy to manifest. And there's other things that we look at as very difficult. And no matter how we look at them, that's how they're going to show up. If you think that one situation is extremely difficult for you, it's going to be difficult for you to manifest. But just like manifested my car, I manifested it overnight. I had no doubt that I was going to have it. And I got it. Thank you. But other things we look at as more difficult to manifest. And that's what they become. It is not what you want that you attract. You attract what you believe to be true. And that's a quote by Neville Goddard. So again, it is not what you want that you attract. You attract what you believe to be true. What is it that we're believing to be true about our reality? That's the question. Because whatever you believe to be true about the reality that you are trying to create is what is going to show up in your reality. It's not what you want. It's what you believe that's already true. Yes, it's a really good quote. It is not what you want that you attract. You attract what you believe to be true. The world was constructed in the mind's eye out of things unseen by the mortal eye and made alive by faith. So again, the world was constructed in your mind's eye. Our entire world, me personally and anybody that's watching, our world was created in our mind first. And the only way that we can have the reality that we do and the um, experiences that we do is because it was created here first. So if there are things in your life that are happening that you don't like, it's because it's created here first. And it's, again, it's difficult to shift from a belief system that you've been hardwired with from when you were a child. And then rewiring that to give you the reality that you want. But it's not impossible. So we have to always, always, always remember that. For the past year I've been trying to reprogram my mindset. Let me tell you, it's not easy. It isn't. And I'll be the first one to say it. Because I fuck shit up every day. With the way that my mind works and operates. And it's work. But is it work that is worth it? Absolutely. Fucking we want the life that we truly desire, then we have to be willing to put in the work like it's our full-time job. Eternity exists and all things in eternity, independent of the creative act, which is the assumption of unseen reality and loyalty to its assemblance. So we have to be loyal to its assemblance and how we have to wait for things. We don't get things when we want them. Although I'd like to. Why is this not happening? How long is this going to take? Is, are those phrases me having faith in an unseen world? They're not. And I still do it all the time. The battle of the mind is one of the greatest battles you'll ever fight. Look how hard that no complaining week was that we did together. And we should do another one. We should do another one, another week of no complaining and start today. In spite of denial by your senses and reason, if you will be faithful to your unseen assumption, it will externalize itself. It's so hard. But if you remain faithful to the things that you truly want and desire, and you could see them in your mind. You could feel them in every vivid detail. It's going to come into your reality as the reality. That is how all worlds come into being. But men do not understand this. We were not we weren't taught this. We have no idea how our world really operates. And if we did understand this, we would know the power that is truly within every single one of us. Structuring their world based upon the evidence of their senses, they continue to perpetuate that which would they which they do not desire. I still do it. I don't see it in my reality, so it gets me in a bad mood. How do I get out of that? Writing down affirmations and reading them whenever I start to spiral. Writing a gratitude list of the things that I'm grateful for and thinking about them. Take three of your list of of gratitude, your, your gratitude list, and then think about it take a few minutes to think about it, to dwell in that state. And I can guarantee you, you're going to shift out of that despair that you have. It literally works every time. Knowing what you want, close your eyes and enter its fulfillment. Knowing that God is seeing what you are seeing. That he is hearing what you are saying and what God sees and hears and remains loyal to, he externalizes. What God sees and hears and remains loyal to, he externalizes. So if we remain loyal to the things that we want, and the desires that we want, God will make them a reality. But if we keep going back and forth and we have this beautiful meditation and it's absolutely amazing, and you spend an hour meditating or you spend 25 minutes doing affirmations and then 10 minutes later, you're back to your negative mindset, those negative thoughts are going to outweigh All the good work that you just did, why?
4: Because that's your... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil
3: true belief system and until you rewire that until those thoughts barely come up to the surface that's when you know that your computer has been rewired that's when you know that you have different computer games to play instead of the one that was driving our entire life based on the things that we heard as children growing up Which part can't you get around? Explain. Whether you imagine something or not, it already exists in the unseen. All you have to do is imagine it and remain loyal to it by resting in the new state of being. However, many base their opportunities purely on what they see around them. And that's one of the most difficult things. It's like, well, I don't see this in my three dimensional reality, so how could it possibly be true? Everything is already created. The love that we desire is created. The amount of abundance that we desire is already created. The amazing job already exists. The amazing restaurant you want to go to. The beautiful home that you want to have. Being the best at what you do. All these things, they already exist. It's just about tapping into them for one. But living in that state that you have that feeling already of what it feels like very difficult when it's been years it is that's why it's a full time job because all of our lives we've been living a certain way with the programming that we've been given from childhood and to undo that seems impossible but it's not take them in little tiny pieces bit by bit but if we believe that it's going to be difficult then it's going to be If we're saying, yeah, but it takes, you know, it's been years since I've been this way. No shit. We've all been like this for our entire lives, unless you've been actively working on it for a really long time. But if you're saying, oh, you know, it's been years and it's, it's really going to take a lot. You're manifesting that also into your existence. It is lifetime work. Our shadow work. It is. It just is. But the more that we practice things like this, the more we practice gratitude, the more that we feel abundance, just from waking up in the morning, the smallest things that we could find gratitude in, which is everything, the more that your wounds will heal you. It doesn't have to be this Big, gigantic task in order for us to heal ourselves or heal our wounds. It doesn't have to be that way. It's all your perception. What you believe is difficult to achieve is going to be difficult. Uh, Trust in your imagination above all things. This is where your true power lies. If we understood... How powerful our imagination is. We wouldn't question anything in life. And I realize how powerful it is. And it's still difficult. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to actively work on this because it's hard. So we are never truly healed. I think um, it's just always a journey. Because I think there's always going to be challenges in life. I don't know that we'll never be healed. But if you're working on it all the time, I think it's just a journey. It's a journey that we get to go on consciously. Most people never want to heal. They, it's too much work for them. They don't want to face themselves. They run away from things. Um, and there's still things that I run away from myself. But it's actively working on the things that are my triggers that are going to help me get to the point where I can heal certain things. And other things might be a lifelong work for me and for anybody. It's like we come back into our lifetimes or each lifetime to learn a different lesson. So are we always on a healing journey? Probably. Aztec Supreme says you've got to have courage, and a lot of people don't have the courage to face themselves. So how can you manifest what you want when you when you don't even feel good about knowing exactly who you are and what you've been through and facing that so that you can move past the blocks that we have? That's a question. Occupying the state, the world consists of infinite states. You are not a state. You are an immortal being who passes through different states. You enter a state and the state becomes alive. Right? Because we re- realistically, we really have a choice. What state of mind or being we're going to live in? You enter a state and the state becomes alive. What's an analogy for that? I All I can think of is being in like a room of of a maze and every time you walk into a room a light comes on and when you leave the room the light goes off so if we enter in a state that room becomes alive that room the light turns on and that's like our mind if we walk into a state of mind that something bad is going to happen to me today i'm never going to get picked for this job you're entering that state And until you turn the light off of that state you're going to live in the space of perpetual negativity because that's where you're choosing to live. So therefore you're not to blame if you enter a state unwittingly and it is a horrible state. You have to express the contents of that state. If you enter the state of poverty you have to experience poverty. If you remain in it you must go and drink that to the very last drop. If you go into any state and remain in that state you're going to have to drink everything to the last drop but you can get out of that state. You don't have to remain there. So again, that's just always a choice for us, what state of mind we're going to remain in. And if we're in that state of mind and something bad is happening to us, then all we can think of is more bad things happening. So you're literally just drinking from that state of mind. So what's gonna happen to you? You're just gonna attract more of the same thing. But we have the act of choice To get out of that state of mind and drink from a different cup, go into a different room and turn on a different light that's going to give us a different experience. Maybe one room had a blue light that you turned on, your state of mind, and you didn't like that state of mind. You can always turn that off. That's the thing is that we have the power to do that. We have the power to change that reality so that we can create something new. If you don't know that it's a state, you identify yourself with it and think that you are it. Man has identified himself with this little body and he thinks he is it. Eventually the day comes he has to discard it because he has worn it out and he discards it and all of his friends are crying to think that he died. He can't die. He's an immortal being who wore a garment of flesh and blood. That same being who goes into states, remaining in a state, and the state has to be expressed by him, who resurrected the state for I am the resurrection and the life of that state so that's your i amness if your i am is i am poor i don't have anything i'm not lucky you're walking into that state of being or you're walking into that room and you're turning on that light so all you can experience is what is in that room but if one day you decide to turn the light off in that room start to think differently start to shift your mindset start to express gratitude for things then you get to go into another room then you get to turn on another light and then you get to become it you get to live it you get to experience it but many of us have been in these states for so long that we think that that is who we are it's just a state of mind so if you can remove yourself from that state of mind then we can shift our reality. But if we sit there and think that that state of mind is just who we are, and it's just the cards that we were dealt in life, and I'm just unlucky, and I don't have, you know, luck in love or finances or whatever it is that you desire, you live that state your whole life. I mean, how many people know someone that all they do is complain? And then life brings them things to complain about every day, every single day. You know the person that does that, that does nothing but complain. And then it just brings them more things to complain about. And they choose to live in that state. They choose to live in one room with one colored light that can only give them that experience. That's it. So when you shift your thoughts and consciousness, you can walk out of that room and close the door and never go back. And there will be things that will trigger you or try to trigger you so that you constantly stay back where you're comfortable. Even though it's something you don't want, you're comfortable there. You've been living there your whole life. So when people start to experience great things when they shift their mindset, often guilt is one of the feelings that they resonate with. Why should I have this now? I haven't been worthy of this my whole life. I don't know how to respond to this. I don't know how to be in this different state of being my whole life. I saw a blue light and now I'm in a room with a pink light. I don't know how to act here. And so people often will repel things that they truly want because it doesn't feel normal to them. And Handel warrior said, that's a sad house to live in, but there's so many people that live their entire lives like this. And so having these discussions, I feel, is insanely important for people to understand, like, we can shift out of the state of being that we've been living in. Now you can change an individual with or without his consent if you so desire. Move yourself out of one state to the other state. It all starts with a hunger, a real desire on your part, and all these infinite states are simply to satisfy... The hungers of men. Go into the state before you are qualified. Go into that state and stay there. If you're doing meditations and you're shifting into another state of of being or a state of mind, what does it feel like to you? Does it feel impossible? Does it feel really amazing? Most times when you do meditations and you're thinking of your end, whatever that is, whether it's an amazing job, an amazing relationship, home, experience, whatever it is, what does it feel like? I've just been imagining myself in Mexico and what that feels like. And since I was there, now I know what it feels like. So I could go into that state of the wish fulfilled that I truly want and make it real. Because I know what it's like. And even if you don't know what it's like, imagine what it's like. Because then when you have that experience, it's going to feel very similar or the same. Because so many people will do manifesting techniques with um, their meditations, not having experienced the thing that they want. And then when they do experience it, oftentimes it's exactly what they imagined. Because we are the writer, producer, director, actor, main star of our movie. Every single one of us. How long have I been talking for? It was real when I occupied it in my imagination. That's when it was real. We exist in these bodies. We live in our imaginations. For our imaginations, these are the only realities. Imagination is God, the divine body, Jesus. Neville spoke of how we are all immortal beings who pass through different states and in doing so change our individual worlds and experiences. Everyone is forgiven Everything they have ever done or will ever do as it is God who has created these states. People do not know this and so condemn the person when they have done something considered wrong. When in fact they are merely acting out the state that they have entered. So when we do want to blame somebody else for the way that things are unfolding. It is in fact a mirror. And I know that that makes us have to be accountable for all the things that happen in our lives. So that makes it difficult. It's always easier to blame somebody else for the way that you feel or the things that you're experiencing. But another quote of Neville Goddard is, everyone is you pushed out. Someone or something can only react to you in the way that you feel about it. And that is the truth. The occupant of the rich state does not differ from the occupant of the poor state. One is not better than the other in the eyes of God. All are acquitted... As they are only expressing a state and are unable to do otherwise. Divine acquittal is justification. Glorification follows, which is the gift of God Himself to you. God gives you the kingdom, which is not a realm, but a character. God gives you the kingdom, which is not a realm, but a character. Our kingdom can be anything, because a kingdom isn't specific. You can't say this is what the kingdom of God looks like. If in our imagination, to one person a kingdom is being with all animals and being happy. To someone else that's having all these jewels and diamonds and riches. God gives you the kingdom which is not a realm but a character. You do not earn it. It is an unmerited gift and the gift is nothing less than God himself. Your fitness for the kingdom is the consequence not the condition of this gift. So it's basically saying, you can experience the kingdom anytime that you want. But what does your kingdom look like? Are you tapping into that realm, that state of being? Man matures when he becomes his own father, which is the unfolding of God within you and his son, Jesus Christ. This is the hope that unfolds into wisdom to endure the burden of this long, dark night of time. The Apostle Paul said, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So the suffering of our present time should not be compared with the glory that is revealed within us. So if we were able to reveal the glory within us, which is our state of mind, the sufferings right now can't be compared to that because we're creating our own suffering. There is nothing but God in this world. You inherit God, and God owns the world, and the world is your inheritance. We inherit the earth. The whole drama of life moves from the heavenly state of innocence to a world of experience, of educative darkness, to awakened imagination. William Blake said, I realize that neither the just nor the wicked are in a supreme state, but to be every one of them states of the sleep, which the soul may fall into. It dreadly dreams of good and evil. So how do you occupy a state? By changing your concept of self. By asking yourself, how would you feel? What would you see, hear, touch, taste, and smell? And how would you move if you had these things? Contemplate the state because the moment you contemplate it, you become the very thing you are imagining. Write your own script and act it out in your imagination. So I think that is a lot for today and... Switching states, occupying the state of the wish fulfilled, and living there as much as you possibly can. It's powerful stuff and it's difficult, but it is not impossible. I'm in the process every day of creating the reality that I want, that I know exactly what I want. Your imagination is your best friend or your worst enemy. The good part is is that we get to choose. I'm reading from. Master the Mind. From the teachings of Neville Goddard. So again it's called Master the Mind. From the teachings of Neville Goddard. So I hope everyone has an amazing Monday. An amazing week. Uh, I will chat with you all soon. Sending you lots of love. I have to get to a Zoom meeting in a few minutes. But. Love you guys and have the most amazing and fulfilled day